it's okay to be off track. We've been off track for, you know, the better part of eight months, but hey. Yeah, I could say close to nine, but yeah, here we are. We got the rest of our lives out of us. It's super simple. You wake up at the time that you guys are supposed to start, you do a honey check. When you finish, you take a photo of what you're doing, you do a honey check. It's that simple. I don't want to hear about it. That's it. Looks like you've officially entered the group chat with your best friends. My name is Ali Paducci, and this is the Unfiltered Podcast, the place where we leave the heavily filtered world of social media to talk about anything and everything uncensored. From personal wellness to entrepreneurship, spirituality, sex, surviving breakups, and hilarious stories in between, join me as I navigate adulthood with real, unfiltered conversations. Hi, Annie. Hi, Annie. Um, can we just talk about how good I'm feeling this morning? Yep. Tell me about it. Basically, yesterday, Honey and I met up for coffee. And um, it was supposed to be like a quick coffee. And we ended up talking about life for like four hours. Like we went deep. We went deep into like business plans, new opportunities, ideas that we're building up. And then naturally, it starts to like, all of our, all of the thing, our insecurities start to surface. And then we got to like come into like pep talk mode. And we were sitting there talking about like, why is it so hard to do easy shit? Like in terms of motivation, why is it so hard for me to drink water? Why is it, why is it so hard for me to eat a salad? (laughs) Why is it so hard to like move my body? Mm-hmm. And we just, I was like talking about how I got into this like funk and we were talking about, you know, picture our highest self. Like if we were, if I had, I have this vision of like where I want to be in like five years, 10 years, and I can like see it in my head. And then I think of some of my habits of like my current self and I'm like, she's not doing the shit she needs to be doing to be that highest self. So like, why is it, yeah, why is it so hard for me to do those things? So we bonded over that a little bit. Yeah, we did. And that was a good talk, actually. It was a really nice talk. Basically, yeah. the outcome of the talk is I use this term, like, I'm a child. I need, like, an accountability buddy. I need someone to be like, that's why I think I do well with, like, trainers or because I just have, like, people to meet up with. And it's like, I won't cancel those dates. I'll just go. But obviously with COVID restrictions, and now there's been like further ones that have come into place for us here in BC. It's like, okay, well, I can't meet up with people to like do workout dates and blah, 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 blah. So how am I going to have an accountability buddy? So we started our mornings, we put it in our calendars and we called it, (laughs) we called it accountability honeys. Sound like the Teletubbies. (laughs) Yeah. And we put it in our calendar every single day from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. We're untouchable. Untouchable. Like, and we only have three, four, three, three easy things to do. We got to do at least 30 minutes of movement. That's it. Movement. 30 minutes of movement. We have to do any type of mindfulness exercise. So with a journal, you pull a card, you meditate, whatever it is. And then I added some, drink my water. So I'm already done almost a liter of water. You added that and didn't tell me. I know. I'm sorry. I just added that kind of right now. 
when I tried to have water on the podcast, you told me not to have it. <laughs> Sony, I said mute before we hear the jugular. <laughs> your jugular hitting the mic. <laughs> I was actually going to suggest that we should add water to it because I don't have coffee every like that early sometimes in the morning. Wow, that was our other thing. That was the third thing was was um, have a cafe. It's now ten fifteen, honey. Why don't we do this every? Why haven't we been doing this every morning? <laughs> I don't know. I feel amazing. I woke up. I had water. I worked out. I haven't had a cafe yet, I but have. I pulled a tarot card or an oracle card. I did a meditation. I feel great. I don't know why, why, why I have never done that so many times before. We're untouchable. We're pretty much untouchable. Yeah. Let's talk about though the type of <laughs> meditations we're listening to. <laughs> <laughs> need to know what it is that we're striving for in this life and I'm going to tell you right now we're manifesting the goddamn red carpet we're manifesting the clothes the Valentino shoes the Oscar de la Rente dress and the barrowing headpiece that we're wearing on that motherfucking red carpet what headpiece are we talking about here like well I just think you know Sarah Jessica Parker in Sex in the City when she gets married and she's wearing that immaculate peak yeah honey because she got married <laughs> Yeah, but we're going to win the People's Choice Award. <laughs> I like, I flip-flop with meditations. I actually pra- uh, I actually practice transcendental meditation. So I like have this mantra. It's kind of like a sound and I just sit there for 20 minutes and I just repeat it. It hypnotizes me and I honestly don't know what world I go into. But I also use this app called Insight Timer that has like quick guided meditations when I'm just feeling like I need a bit of like, a balancing or a recentering or maybe something not as intense or I want something guided. And I found this meditation called manifesting or what was it? Manifesting your highest potential or something. Your great, yeah, highest potential. Yeah. I feel like the word greatness was in there, but um, other or manifesting your greatest potential or desires or whatever it yeah. is. Anyway, so he's like working through these chakra centers and uh, then there's like three visualization parts where it's like, you're in a movie theater and you're like visualizing things in your life, like what's on the screen. And then there's another one of like, there's this treasure chest. Oh, I just had deja vu. There's this treasure chest. And what are you pulling out of it? And then you go into this room and there's this long ass board table with like people that are like people that you've met in your life. And they all one by one start sharing things about you. And (laughs) I just visualized honey standing, like clapping (laughs) as soon as I walked in. Anyways, I don't want to bore the people because we have some stories to get into. Yeah, we do. I think we went really deep. Yeah, we went really we deep. Do. But basically but what I- we're trying to say is it's okay to be off track. We've been off track for, you know, the better part of eight months, but hey. Yeah, I could say close to nine, but yeah, here we are. We got the rest of our lives out of us. So we're back on track. And uh, if you need a be- uh, an accountability, honey, get your friends <laughs> to help you. It's super simple. You wake up at the time that you guys are supposed to start. You do a honey check. When you finish, you take a photo of what you're doing. You do a honey check. It's that simple. I don't want to hear about it. That's it. Okay. So for everyone listening, I just need you guys to know, fast forward, that now it's currently Tuesday. And yes, I know five, six minutes ago, we told you we met for coffee yesterday. (laughs) And we started this immaculate thing on Friday. And that was all true. But we had to hop back in here for a r- little bit of a re-recording. And it's now Tuesday. 
And I think we should get real with the people. Yeah, honey. I mean, I can start, I can, I can start with my confession. I need to know what you did Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And I also might add it's 822 in the morning today. We're in that seven to nine window of being accountability buddies where we're not supposed to be working. So let's just, I'm not proud, honey, but I can tell you what I did Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, and Monday. Because we know what you're doing today. <laughs> well, Saturday, I woke up at eight and I sat on the couch and ate organic corn pops and <laughs> bitted on things on Poshmark. <laughs> Sunday, I woke up had corn pops and saw the things that I liked on Poshmark get sold. <laughs> I must have lowballed them. <laughs> what did I do on Monday? That was yesterday, honey. How'd you start this week off? Uh, what did I do yesterday? I know it wasn't good. Well, you obviously didn't do your meditation. I did not meditate. I did not work out. I got out of bed at, at almost 11 o'clock. <laughs> no, I went for a walk. I remember I went for a walk. That's all I did yesterday is I got up, went for a walk and got an eggnog latte. That's what I did yesterday. What the fuck is wrong with us? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? You guys listening in the moment, this is a minor plot twist. I get it. But we felt so good on Friday and now the shame I feel on Tuesday. (laughs) I just. (laughs) Honey, I'm embarrassed of us. This is what today's episode is all about. And this is why we took the plot twist, because ultimately we want to talk about what really goes down in quarantine. I don't know about you guys, but a lot of bad shit happened to me. <laughs> and I I felt I'm really sick of feeling and hearing the like, oh, I did all of this stuff over quarantine. Ugh. It made me feel useless. It makes me sick. It made me feel useless that I wasn't learning 10 languages, launching 40 businesses, like losing 50 pounds that I gained from eating. I gained. That's something. Like, that's what I did over quarantine. Let me tell you what I did on quarantine. Okay? Okay, honey, tell me what you did. I lost (laughs) my entire business. (laughs) Now we're laughing about it. There were a lot of months at at the time. We were not laughing. I was crying almost every day. And um, yeah, I did an Instagram post on this. And by no means have I been rolling in the dough for the past couple of years, but I've been busting my ass to build up to what this year was going to be. And I lost every single client except one. Honey, I lost my whole business. I had to start over. <laughs> um, I don't know why we laugh about that now. I, don't know. I realized after speaking with my doctor that um, I have an eating disorder. <laughs> So my emotional eating is, I don't know why I'm laughing, but it's really not funny. No, it's not. (laughs) But binge eating became a serious problem. Yeah. So uh, quarantine, I realized that I had uh, no work left and um, I'm a binge eater. And uh, And you became a really good friend from DoorDash and Skip the Dishes and all that. Oh yeah, we had a couple of stops at my house. (laughs) But yes, and you started a podcast. I started a podcast. I launched an agency. You did? Was that yeah. during quarantine? Oh, yeah, that was. Yeah. 
See, honey, you did a lot. It's moving slower than I'd like, but I still did it. (laughs) Well, honey, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I think you did great during quarantine. Thank you. What'd you do? Or would you not do? Well, I too lost my business. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I went down from having a full wedding season of weddings (laughs) to maybe having one or two throughout the... I think I had had six this year as opposed to 20. (laughs) But who's counting over here? (laughs) You want to know what I did during quarantine? 30 years old. Oh, well, I was 29 at the time. I turned 30 during quarantine. Immaculate. I learned how to ride a bike. <laughs> yeah, you heard that right. I was turning 30 and I said, to, I said to my boyfriend, I'm learning how to ride a bike. What did he do? He ordered me the cheapest bike off a of sport check. It's a little blue bike. Little and every day I went into Stanley Park and I learned how to ride a bike. He has to shoulder check for me. He has to go through all the stop signs for me and wave me through. Uh, he has to look both ways for me on the road. But honey, I, and then what I would do is I would ride my bike over to your house. Remember that? See if you were outside and wave. Honey, I think that happened one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other times I just rode past your house. <laughs> but the thought was there. <laughs> oh my God. And uh, I ordered uh, paint by numbers and puzzles in April and they showed up to my house in August. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Honey, I think that's a pretty successful quarantine given the circumstances. Honey, I'm, I'm pretty damn proud of myself. That bike thing was not easy. I know it wasn't. But, you know, I had to find something fun to do because I was sitting there wallowing in my own crap for a really long time and just watching business go off one by one by one. So I had to find something to do because I was just sitting in it, mm-hmm. like feeling feel so you. sorry for myself. Yeah, I was right there with you. Yeah, you would, my, <laughs> you would right. call me. Guess who I just lost? <laughs> You'll never guess who just who I just said that they don't need me anymore. Guess who doesn't need photos anymore? <laughs> Literally, it was like one by one by one. They all just fucking left. And I sat there with a... Just picture like the queen on a on a on a little float <laughs> and she's just smiling. She's waving her hand. And it's just like, does she hate her job? We'll never fucking know. <laughs> but she just smiles gracefully and says goodbye. And hopefully we'll see you soon. <laughs> what the f- <laughs> what <laughs> what else was I gonna do? Tell everyone to fuck off? I wanted to. I mean, Deep close, down inside there was a lot of rage. <laughs> But man, it's just, you know, quarantine's hard because if there's one thing, there were two, a couple of things that I got from quarantine. First of all, this fucking sucks. (laughs) And you know what? It's allowed to suck. But the one thing I think as I started to move through it, I was like, if you lost all your clients because you were shit at your job, that's a whole other ball. Like that's a whole other ball game, but I'm losing clients because we're in the middle of a pandemic. And these clients are people that are like outsourcing their marketing. Unfortunately, that means I'm not really at the highest of the food chain. (laughs) 
in this like, you know, in this mm-hmm. whole ecosystem. And usually when marketing's outsourced, it's also one of the first things to get cut when things need to get cut. So it was a hard pill for me to swallow because I just took so much pride in everyone that I was working with. And like a lot of the projects, they were like, they were so exciting to me. You know, yeah. one of them was like helping, helping open up this amazing new like coffee shop that's like thriving in Vancouver. And the other one was like shooting um, like BTS photos and social content for TV shows. And like, I had some really cool clients that I, and the other ones, like I just, you know, so much photos and so many photos. And I had a lot of amazing, amazing clients. And it also just, it kind of felt like actually like breakups. Yeah. You know, like you were trying to not take it personally. Try not to take it personally. <laughs> like it's not you, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like if everyone, yeah, is it because I'm not pretty enough? Like all my <laughs> issues start coming up. Like is it because I've been binge eating? I don't know. <laughs> I swear I'll stop. <laughs> but at the time it was like, there was this, the, the way I was trying to navigate it was I would cry for a little bit and then I would say, Allie, Think of the clients that are letting you go in the position that they're in. And everyone is in this, like this, these uncharted waters and they're trying to navigate it in the best way that they know how. Everyone's kind of like in survival mode. Like what's the smartest, most strategic way that we as a company can handle this so we can survive in the long run and hopefully bring people back. And unfortunately, like you can't, I can't make that about me. No. So that's what I just kind of tried to do. I'm like, it's not you. It's not because you're shit. And then it was like, okay, I went into this mode of like, it could be worse. You know, like you're still healthy. Everyone around you is healthy. You have your dog, you have a house. I was trying to just see like the good. And there's, there's a lot in good of doing that, obviously. But the problem with that is that I actually never gave myself a chance to grieve. Like we're hitting month eight right now. And for the first time I've like openly said, I set myself up to make $340,000 minimum this year. And by no means was I rolling in that dough for the last couple of years. I was like crawling, like I put my, I did, I made my life about work to set myself up for this year. So then I could finally make a good chunk of money to now like invest into my business and like feel like I was finally setting my life up. Like this is the reason of why I worked so hard for these last few years. Yeah. And to have that just fucking yanked from underneath me was a really hard pill to swallow. And then I was like, well, other people lost their whole business too. Like other people went bankrupt. Other people closed their shop. Other people like, so it was, you know, I didn't allow myself to like really grieve. And now I'm like, I'm grieving a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there was this whole thing around quarantine that just made it so frustrating for me. Cause it was like, you, it was like that hustle mentality. Like you have all the time in the world. Thank you. What are you doing with your life? And I'm like, well, I'm currently eating, but you, <laughs> I would literally think about that and mentally beat myself up about how maybe two or three months after quarantine and you start talking to people you see all the stuff on social media all these things that they started learning languages starting businesses starting side hustles 
I don't give a shit what they were doing. I was doing nothing and I felt terrible about it, but I wasn't actually not doing anything. Like, I think I was actually grieving the loss of similar to you, something that I worked so hard for. And I literally just threw my hands up in the air and I was like, fuck it. Like surrender. Yeah. That's how I felt. It's not to shame the people that did so well. Like it's just that we go back to that simple concept of like, social media as a comparison tool can be detrimental to your fucking mental health. Oh yeah. Because there, it always has this amazing way of making you feel like you're not doing enough or you're not good enough. Side note, I did a one-year Instagram detox. <laughs> the, year, like, the year, remember when you, I don't know if you remember this. I did the year before, the year before I met you. Oh that yeah. That whole year I was off Instagram. And then when you took my photos, your photos were the first ones I started posting. I went off for a year because I thought that it was so detrimental to me building my business because all I would do is watch what other people mm-hmm. were doing. Mm-hmm. That's all I did. I would sit on Instagram, scroll on my phone for hours at night, in the morning, seeing everything everybody else did. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I agree with you. I think it's, it's, it's not the greatest for sure. Yeah, because you need to understand, like, you need to be able to approach this with, like, a level head and, like, an understanding of, like, what you're consuming. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, if you see something for inspo or, like, celebration, you're, like, wow, I love what they're doing. That's great. What someone else is doing has nothing to do with you. I think where I do feel it is when I actually know I'm being a little bit lazy, though. There's, like, there's that fine line of, like, where I'm just like, okay, now I'm grieving. And it's like, okay, Allie, like when now are you actually just going to pull yourself out of this hole? Because what you're currently doing also isn't healthy. Like at what point did I just need to be like, okay, now let's start walking again. Let's, let's start getting back out there. Yeah. So I think with accountability, honeys, like what we, we started last week was really, really nice because it's allowing us to get accountability and support to help us get towards our goal. Cause ultimately I, I talked about it in my coaching session yesterday with Christine and it was just like, it's coming up a lot for me where it's like, when you picture, did we talk about this at the beginning? You picture your highest self mm-hmm. and that you're red like, carpet. That's yeah, where we're it's like, it's what, what are you, what is your, high, would your highest self, if you had everything you fucking dreamed of, would she be sitting at home doing what you were doing right now? And I don't mean that in a way of like, you're not doing enough and you need to hustle. Cause I think hustle culture can be very toxic, but ultimately you can't just manifesting. Isn't just dreaming. I don't care what anyone says. Manifesting is not just fucking dreaming and waiting for shit to happen to you. No, I was, I got on a coaching call and I remember her saying to me that not only what does she do, but what does she look like? What is her energy when she walks into the room? Mm-hmm. Like when you wake up in the morning, are you getting on Zoom calls in your pajamas and your hair in a mess? Like, are you wearing just a nice top, but then pajama pants? Are you putting You're talking shit on? to me right now, honey? You guys can't honey. see what we're wearing, but we're both in pajamas and our hair's a mess. <laughs> I know. I'm not any better right now. <laughs> but I remember her saying that to me. And that first week after the call, I was really on it. Like anytime I went out, I was dressing up, I was putting on perfume, I was putting on jewelry. And that really helped me. The whole mentality of what does she look like and what's her energy when she walks into a room? Mm-hmm. Cause going back onto what you said about, you know, the times that you felt envious about what other people were doing is when you're lazy, but that's exactly it. Women are always 
eyeballing, envious, jealous, or shit-talking people when they actually want what they have. Hmm. You know, like, we'll look at a... I'm guilty of it. I'll look at a girl and I'll be like, the fuck is she wearing deep down in my head? I'm like, damn, I wish I had that outfit. It was on Poshmark. (laughs) Clearly, I'll find it on Poshmark later. (laughs) But it's true. That's always been kind. And so now when I look at people and I kind of get that jealous, envious, fuck, I wish I did that. I'm like, no, it's just because you want it. Yeah. And also like change that mentality and use it as inspo. Like Mm -hmm. someone, a coach a couple years ago said something to me that I actually appreciated so much. And it was about noticing people around, around you to be like, when you see something, it's like, oh, I really like that. Like, I want more of that in my life. You're and really like, good at that. Like, see, like kind mm. of giving kudos to things that I see. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You're so good at that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Really I like see it. I'm like, I really love that. That's like one amazing. Time, Do you remember the basketball game? I, I was just going to say one time <laughs> Allie and I were at a basketball game and this woman, she looked immaculate. This fucking oh, outfit. Firecracker, 20 out of 10, would yep. trade lives with her in a second. <laughs> I was just like, honestly, I'm like, how is every person in the, I'm not even watching the game anymore. I'm like, who the fuck is this girl? And I'm, I don't play for both teams, but I can appreciate a honey. hundred <laughs> percent. This girl, we're like pretty close to the, uh, we're we right on the end the by court. the stairs. Yeah, yeah. And she's just like, Oh, like slowly, like it was like slow-mo for me. She's just walking up. Her hair's flowing. She is dressed casually, but well, very well, but her energy is like, I don't know if you guys are here to watch the game, but you're not watching me. Like she commanded <laughs> all attention. I like Victoria Beckham. <sighs> Anyways, this girl, we're, <laughs> she takes a couple steps up from her courtside seats. We're sitting a few rows up. She's like, step, step, step. Honey and I both, our heads turn. We look at her. Pretty sure we clapped and we said, honey. We clapped. Honey, you look fucking immaculate. <laughs> Your whole up, she was like me. We're like, yes, you honey. keep walking. Yeah, yeah honey, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and she kept walking. <laughs> she kept walking. She didn't even look back at it. She just was like, she knew. <laughs> yeah, she kind of like a hair flip, like thank you, and thank up you. she goes. Yeah, and I was just like, damn. Yeah, how can I be more like that? Stop People somebody. look at me, and I'm like, the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> Oh god. All the time. Honey, that chick just that chick just eyed me down. What the fuck's her problem? All the time. <laughs> Honey, that chick just stared at me. Yeah, I'm like someone was like, maybe it's because they think you're pretty. I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, give myself no credit. Like, what the fuck are they looking at? Anyways, uh, what we're trying to thank you, honey. What we're trying to say is most people listening probably struggled a little bit with something over quarantine. And what we're trying to say is just be mindful of the comparison because like be mindful of when it's going to be detrimental and like not good for your mental health or like when you can use it as inspo and baby steps. This is also like, (laughs) this might be me giving you unsolicited advice, but it's usually when I'm giving advice, I'm like giving it to myself (laughs) because what I need to remember, you and I were talking about it. It's like, I feel like I need this instant gratification. Like, I want this. I want this. I want this. Like, I want it now. 
Whereas a lot of the things that I truly want deep down inside, I can't just get with the snap of a finger. And it's, it has, for me, has to come down to micro choices, like little in the moment decisions that are going to build up over a day, over a week, over three months, over a year. And my problem is I'll do a day, I'll do seven days. And then day eight, I'm like, so, so we're starting over. Like I'll do fuck all for a week. And like, that's this purgatory that I get stuck in, Yeah. but I'm just trying to be more aware of like, it's okay. So if you're someone who beats yourself up, it's okay, but just like start again. Like I keep, I had this like thing in my head where I feel like start again is also like a failure. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe like, just keep, just pick it back up and keep just going. Pick so it say, back up. Yeah. You and if you start again, no, starting like, just like, okay, what are we doing right now? And I, I feel like a broken record. Cause if you've listened to a few episodes, you've heard me talk about the four agreements and like multiple episodes. But that one thing that I got from that book was like, be impeccable with your word. Mm-hmm. If I say I'm going to do something, I will literally catch myself in the moment being like, if I do that, am I being impeccable with my word? Mm-hmm. And then ask for fucking help. Yes. Ask for help. You don't have to be good at like everything you do surrender. So like one of the things you can fully revisit is like, I'm not saying go out and hire a million coaches. I'm saying like, start with self, think it out and then look at your immediate circle. Do you have honeys that can help you? No, that's a problem. (laughs) We got to get you some new honeys. (laughs) We need to. Honey, there's our quarantine business. Assign a honey. Assign a honey. <laughs> honey, that's it. Assign just, a honey. We just assign Kelsey to everybody. <laughs> Kelsey I mean, calls us. I have no more room for any more honey. Yeah. Yes, you do, honey. You always make room. <laughs> Rent a honey. <laughs> um, yeah, look at who's around you. And make an effort to like get support where you need it. Cause I think the best, one of the best things I ever did in my life was realizing I can't do shit on my own for certain things. There's certain Mm -hmm. things that I really, really, really need support with. And that's working with Christine on like inner child work and shadow work to like understand behavior. That's like reevaluating who's around me as friends and like what purpose people play. What expectations do you have for the people around you? It doesn't have to be the same for every friend. Realizing like you have your certain people that you go to when you really need the up. And then like what's around you kind of like in your day to day? Does things inspire you? Do you have access to like do the things that make you happy? Can you like play a little bit? Can you find inspiration? Like if you're like me and need things like to happen right away, I think like those are some things that helped me to be like, okay, because we'll go back to the beginning of the call or the podcast where I basically said, I felt great. Honey, my confession is it's Tuesday. I haven't done anything since Friday. I didn't. I was afraid to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting here talking to you in our pajamas right now. But you know what? It's okay. Because yesterday I said to myself, okay, you didn't do it in the morning, but I did it at two o'clock and I still fucking did it. Mm-hmm. One thing I always say to you, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. You can't. Somebody told me if you're not your biggest fan, then who the hell is? And that's how I think now. It's not me. <laughs> it's definitely not me half the goddamn time, but <laughs> definitely you. 
So if you don't have a honey that can cheer you on when you can't cheer yourself on, honey, we need to start the business of sign a honey. Yeah. yeah. If I ever feel shitty, I'll definitely, I usually talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me happy. Likewise, honey. That's right. Okay. Biggest, <laughs> biggest takeaways from this. You're not shit because quarantine didn't go your way. You're it's not okay shit. if you lost your business. It's okay. Yep. It's okay if you haven't done anything until after we finish this call. It's okay <laughs> if you wait until next week before you even start doing anything. It's okay if it. you had a couple glasses of wine and ordered Uber Eats a few times. It's okay if all you eat every morning is organic corn pops with the gorilla <laughs> on the front and whole milk. It's okay if the, the, the last bit of money you had, you spent it on Poshmark. Okay, those things aren't okay. Um, basically, just be mindful of where you are now. Just like reconnect with where you are in the now and make a plan for how you can be successful like moving forward. Get support where you need it. Grieve whatever you need to grieve. Stop comparing yourself to other people and get yourself a goddamn honey. 100%. And don't reflect on the time that we had during the pandemic because that wasn't free time. That was hell. <laughs> that was me speaking to myself. Sorry, honey. I had to say something to myself. God, that was aggressive. <laughs> Bye, honey. <laughs> Bye, honey. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Unfiltered with Allie. This is your friendly reminder that I have new episodes launching weekly on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you like what you heard, please leave a review on Apple and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Have questions or maybe you want to connect further? Head over to Instagram and type in at Unfiltered with Allie. See you next week.